Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Uh, in this series, we speak with uh, leading brands about what they're seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Bob Holkamp. He is the President and Chief Marketing Officer, Bob Evans. Bob, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. You bet. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. First off, we'd love to know a little bit more about you, a little bit of our background and what you uh, and what you do at Bob Evans and also uh, maybe a fun fact or passion you have outside of work. Yeah, um, well, again, thanks for having me. A um, little bit on me. I, I started my career on the advertising agency side a long time ago. Um, have worked uh, on the marketing side, the brand side, uh, both in the consumer packaged goods world uh, as well as in restaurant. Currently, the you know, as you said, the president and chief marketing officer at Bob Evans. As far as my um, you know my accountabilities there, as you can imagine, um, uh, the majority of what I do is drive revenue. Um, that's my uh, sole purpose, if you will, in the organization. Um, not only the marketing team uh, they they roll up underneath me, but uh, all of menu strategy and culinary and R and D rolls up underneath me, as well as. Uh, our, our newly formed uh, e-commerce team, which is a combination of a digital marketing team as well as uh, infrastructure team. Um, these are IT professionals who make everything work really well for us. And um, so uh, the, the way in which we work um, at Bob Evans, we're not a huge organization, but we're uh, a, a team-based organization. So we kind of lock arms and work together across multiple disciplines and um, um, and ensure that everything gets to the guest the way it needs to get to the guest. And also uh, we, we do that in order to accomplish the goals that we have for the business. Okay, excellent. Sounds like a very diverse role. Uh, keeps you thinking a little bit of left brain, right brain, all in the same thing. So uh, that's good. For sure. Absolutely. So when you look at Bob Evans, you're famously quoted for, you know, everybody is somebody at Bob Evans. You know, how does this vision apply to your customer loyalty and customer experience strategies? Yeah, I mean, it's foundational at some level. Um, we we look at a phrase like that and, and what it means to us is we want to be special um, for people. We want them to feel special. Um, we want to be specific uh, with them as well. And um, we want them to receive information from us, experiences from us um, that meet their very specific needs. And so when we think about loyalty, um, we don't just think about it specifically as this um, data-driven program, we think about it in the context of very much um, uh, making consumers feel very welcome, uh, making uh, consumers feel very special, uh, and, and we specifically satisfy their specific needs. Okay, excellent. When you look at emotional loyalty, uh, it's, it's an area that's very germane to our audience. We have 100-some members that uh, all focused on customer loyalty. So emotional loyalty, how to get there, how to drive it, how to understand it, measure it, very important. You know, how do you cultivate emotional loyalty with Bob Evans customers? Yeah, um, what starts with, and it probably started with 30 years ago when someone um, was leaving our restaurant, uh, we would say, y'all come back now. Um, that was part of what we would do and how, who we who we were. Um, but truthfully today, it is a, it's a matter of, having a mindset that is is not about we have this program to drive frequency which is that's about us it is much more about uh what i was talking about before which is making people feel 
uh, recognized, they, they feel important. Um, they, they begin to see a brand that's catering specifically to their needs. And we provide, by virtue of, of the, the great technology that we have at our fingertips, we provide that in a very specific way to consumers through those channels um, because we just know them really, really well. And um, when we know them really, really well, uh, we can form a better relationship through the communication, the offers, the things that they can take advantage of. And we wanna put things in front of them that are very much about the, the things that they tell us or we can observe from them uh, are their needs and their desires and their wishes and their dreams, those types of things. And so when we think about emotional loyalty, it's, it's, it's just that. It, it is uh, very much about tapping into their heart by virtue of giving them exactly what they're looking for out of the relationship that the brand can offer. Yeah, I think you hit on a number of uh, unique points there, or kind of salient points, is that uh, making sure that you're stewards of the relationship. Uh, when a customer gives you data, making sure that you uh, take it into consideration, you action on it. Uh, that's a, that's a, a very you know, powerful way to drive emotional loyalty. And, and also, you mentioned that uh, there's, a, there's a challenge right now with a lot of brands is they want to drive that incremental transaction, and they have to get away of just focusing on that because that can tune customers. Customers kind of tune into that. Some some customers are cutting back potentially. And so how do you keep them engaged? How do you drive that emotional loyalty if you may not be getting the same frequency out of them uh, and, and, and doing it in a subtle way where many brands just hammer, hammer, hammer with emails, with you know offers, offers and incentives. But some customers may not want that, especially in this somewhat unique uh, economic environment as well. Yeah, I think we're actually guilty of some of what you just described. By the way, I, I I would I would say you know where Bob Evans is is we're still in this um, you know taking baby steps. Um, the the move we've just made uh, with uh, Par with Punch uh, is a really nice step in the direction that we want to go. But we we find ourselves not knowing as much as we should and looking at um, the transaction history on a given profile and you know, trying to change the frequency or change their um, uh, their usage pattern um, by virtue of putting an offer or some sort of deal in front of them. And, you know, the the longer they've been away from us, the the bigger the deal may be. And and so we we do some of those things. And so our journey is to to move from that to a place that we just described, which is, uh, which is really understanding exactly what they're looking for, why their patterns may be what they are, and actually unifying, this is a whole nother topic, but you know, within the conversation, but unifying all of their engagements with the brand for right now, so much of the, the view we have is just uh, about how they interact with us online and specifically in an off-premise setting. We yep. don't have as much clarity that, as much as we want with on-premise. And so with 70% of our, of our business is dine-in, um, we needed to close that gap a bit. And so, you know, if I can kind of uh, say something very positive about the, the punch, you know, program, they allow us to close that gap. They allow consumers to, you know, record their, their moments in our restaurants. We can understand everything that they did by, by checking in, if you will, what they purchased, when they purchased, where they purchased. Um, and that can, that can then help to enrich the profile in such a way where we have a better handle on what their real needs are dine-in yep. or off-premise, and then we can actually communicate with them effect more effectively. 
So you talked a little bit about the new uh, AI-driven loyalty application that you launched, which uh, allows you to enhance the personalization, uh, the offers, the incentives, and also uh, impact a guest experience uh, to build stronger brand loyalty. Uh, many brands are looking at leveraging technology and the potential of AI is, is front and center, but they're using it in a very limited capacity. We actually have an a, a, a emerging technology a committee that meets periodically to talk uh, about uh, AI, and they're not using it maybe to the, the most full capacity. So when you look at that, how, how, how do you think you will leverage AI and some of the, the insights you drive uh, to, to enha enhance customer loyalty? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, whatever that council is that you're describing, you should send them over to New Albany, uh, Ohio. We, we would love to spend some time with them. Um, you know, again, I think we're we're in a place where uh, we're emerging. You know, we're not sure we've got it all figured out yet. But I, I will tell you the core of it and the core of the use of AI is not only understanding the consumer, but then delivering solutions to them at scale. And, and I think that to me is the biggest thing for a a bricks and mortar, you know, uh, uh, family dining restaurant uh, brand is figuring out how we can provide solutions that fit within our operational model, but solutions that we can that can be scaled uh, specifically that can be delivered at scale um, for consumers. And I think AI is is the, the the or advanced analytics, whatever you want to call it, is the the manner in which you know um, we'll, we'll do that. Um, you know, right now um, we are at a place where we're gonna we're about to get a lot of new information through the the punch app and that the the uh, the fact that that crosses all uh, channels for us off premise and on premise. We now need to be in a position where we take all the historical information that we have today and start building clearer and cleaner uh, profiles that we can then you know work from. Um, that's that that to me is is the next step for us. But the long term is delivering solutions at scale. Those solutions are not just about their purchase history. It's about what they tell us they're interested in, and it's about closing the loop on customer service and guest relations, so that we completely understand all of what they've they've interacted with uh, or what they've experienced when they interact with the brand. Okay. When you look at uh, the new platform, the new technology, you know, does it require other enhancements? Uh, you know, it said we have uh, kind of organizational best practices committee as well, and they talk about training. Training is a, a potential challenge, especially in restaurant, QSR, turnover, uh, getting the organization to buy in internally and externally from a stakeholder perspective. It can be a challenge with regard to the loyalty program. Why is it important? How do you get them to sign up, right? Do you ask them to present the card? You know, how do you get the, the, you know, with AI and everything you're doing there, how do you leverage that with maybe some other training initiatives or other efforts to, to truly focus on a holistic uh, customer focus? Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned something that my guess is just about any um, restaurant chain or, or you know, any retail, bricks and mortar retail struggles with, and that is you're really uh, dramatically shifting the way in which marketing is done in a given organization, and I maybe it's even clearly beyond marketing, and and so you you're you're asking uh, people to come on a journey uh, with you that um, doesn't have a lot of history, doesn't have a lot of historical. You know the the uh, the management team doesn't look at it and go, yeah, I remember doing that 30 years ago. I mean, this is all you know at, at the front end of it, at least as, as it relates to the application 
to um, to your brand. And so, um, you know, what we've had to do is, uh, and, and how an organization like yours can help us is help us with, you know, business cases where we can see application of some of the things we're talking about in real life. Someone's done it before, and then we can take that and convince the organization to start moving in that direction because now all of a sudden we have data and, and some, so we've got an example of how, how other, other people did it. But one of the key things is the merging of your, your marketing leadership and the merging of your IT leadership. You know, this, this is something that um, a lot of organizations are way ahead of us. Um, and they call, they call people different titles and the whole bit. At, at the end of the day, we have got to figure out a way to take all the information that is sitting you know, in databases and use that in such a way where marketing now can activate off of it intelligently. And right now, a lot of organizations, they don't even know exactly what they have. They don't know where it is. They don't know how to get it. They don't know how to find a way to move it to a place where it is actually leverageable. And so um, that to me is, you know, in this topic, that's where we've had to learn. That's where we're still on this journey. Fortunately, we've done it we, we demonstrated enough through marketplace examples as well as some of our own examples uh that has gotten uh everybody in the organization pretty excited i'll give you one one example um one of the things that that bob evans does and we do a great job with it is at thanksgiving and at christmas and at easter we offer this thing called the bob evans farmhouse feast the bob evans farmhouse feast is something that we cook it completely then we pack it cold so customers can come and, you know, on, on, on Wednesday before Thanksgiving or wherever, they grab their box full of all this great uh, Bob Evans food. They take it home and within two hours, they warm it all up and they have Thanksgiving dinner. And, and it's Thanksgiving dinner for, you know, 10, 20 people, depending on what they want. It's a one time, it's a seasonal offer. We went in back into our databases. We found everybody that last year purchased a farmhouse feast from us at Thanksgiving, as well as any other time, Christmas or Easter. And we were able to segment those consumers and push out an email to them that um, uh, that basically said, hey, you bought a Bob Evans farmhouse feast for Easter. Can we take care of you at Thanksgiving? My words, they were crafted better in actuality. We got such a response. Our, our payback on, uh, on that about 170% wow. more than any base email that was, you know, uh, just, just push it out and, and whatever it is, spray and pray, if you will. So that very specific grabbing from the database, understanding someone's purchase history on this particular product. I mean, it's doable. It's so doable and it really returns. And so taking that information, serving that back up to our ownership and to our uh, to our management team, everybody's like, we'll do that again, do that for this, do that for that. And so um, we're building our own, you know, we're building our own business case, but, you know, anytime we can use examples from the marketplace to enhance that uh, makes it that much stronger. Hey, absolutely. We actually do a lot of that. Uh, it's probably a conversation another time. We have brand lead, uh, lead discussions on different topics every week. Uh, and it gives a great 
uh, feedback uh, mechanism for others, uh, whether it's a uh, voice of the customer like uh, we did last week with Cinemark, their SVP of marketing talked about their uh, customer survey approach and their methodology. The great discussion allows other people from Hilton and, you know, uh, uh, Sephora and others to comment on what's working, what's not working. So building a community much like you do with your customers is a big uh, focus of what, what we do. So we'd love to have that discussion at another time for sure. Sure. So when you look at next generation customer loyalty, it's a, a, a very big topic right now. Uh, we did a research paper in December, brand study, examine how brands are looking at the future of customer loyalty and you know, what does next generation customer loyalty mean? Uh, it varied. We'd love to know what next generation customer loyalty means to uh, Bob Evans. Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I think we're still probably in first generation uh, right now. Um, I think what next generation... Uh, loyalty means is 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 being in a in that position that I described where we are able to understand the consumer and we're forging relationships. We're not just uh, transacting based on information, uh, but we are truly understanding and building a relationship with the consumer to the point where you know it's not only just us reading their activities, but we give them a platform to have a voice in what we do. And, and so it's, you know, circling uh, back and using it as a, a bit of a, you know, informed communication channel where it's two way that um, it is in a sense, you know, a, a research tool in that we are, we have a, they have a voice and, and we have an ear, you know, to what they're doing. Um, and and that ultimately that we're in a really good position to deliver those, those solutions at scale, regardless of what channel they're they're wanting to use. Uh, and, and so a lot of times brands and, and even, you know, at, at Bob Evans, the, the experience is a little different, you know, whether you go to a dining room or you go to, um, you, you're using us for off premise or you're going to this dining room versus the dining room across the, the, the city. You know, we wanna make sure that we're at a place where we just know that customer well enough to satisfy their their needs, so there's, give them solutions regardless of where and how uh, they want to use us. Okay, excellent. And I think that you mentioned a number of things. So uh, restaurants, especially the formation, they they know their best customers. It's similar to Cheers back in the day, right? Everyone knew their name, but to be able to to operationalize that uh, from data and clienteling uh, using clienteling approaches to do that. Uh, allow the managers to do that. It can be challenging, but it sounds like you guys have a, uh, at least in version one of the loyalty approach, uh, a good, a good focus. Yeah, we're getting there. You know, like I said, we may be more first generation, but you know, guests are all very different. Some people, they value the fact that they can sit at that table, you know, yeah. that's more valuable to them than, you know, the beverage choices that they have. And other people are like, no, I want to know all about your desserts. It's all about the food. We, we need to know our customers at that level and provide them great solutions based on that. Absolutely. Well, now we have the wonderful quick fire session round. Uh, oh, so a, a, uh, one word or short phrase answers are always appreciated or I get in touch, get in trouble with uh, the content team. So I don't like being in trouble. Um, first off, what's your favorite word? Favorite word would be uh, inspiration. What's your least favorite word? I'm not sure I have one. Um, I, I I don't like many of the four letter words that people use in colorful speech um, for emphasis, if you know what I mean. I, I, it just kind of bums me out. Okay. What excites you? 
what really gets me is, and just, I, I love this, is when I see one of my guys, one of my people, uh, one of my team members achieving something um, that makes, that lifts the whole team up. We, we have an award at Bob Evans. Um, it, it's primarily marketing award. It's called the Golden Baton Award. And that Golden Baton Award, this doesn't fit with your rapid fire, I know, because now I'm jumping mm -hmm. into story, but, but Golden Baton Award, when you do something awesome, when you basically ran the part of your race really, really well, enabling the rest of the team, you know, to win the race, uh, you get the Golden Baton Award. I love to see that. Everybody in the organization gets excited about that. Um, it makes makes me emotional a lot of times when I when I see that happen when we get to award that. Okay. Uh, what do you find tiresome? Negativity. Um, what's your favorite dish at Bob Evans? It, it is the uh, three meat protein bowl. Uh, at Bob Evans, uh, we're we're actually launching a new version of it, February eighth, and um, by far my my favorite thing. Okay, what initial advice would you give to uh, other CMOS who are seeking to enhance their loyalty program? Uh, advice would be don't don't look at this as it's it's going to solve all your your needs. It, it, it's a journey that you're going to go on and, and you have to be very attentive, you know, at, uh, at, at using the things that are in front of you, the technology and the, and the tools in order to build the relationships. But if you go into it and you forget about all the other things about your business that are important, like service and cleanliness, and at least in our business and food preparation, well, it, it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's really important. Mindset is really important, but it's not a silver bullet. Uh, who inspired you to become the person you are today? Uh, by far, my mom and dad. Okay. Uh, who? Uh, what is your favorite book recommendation? Sorry, with uh, you may make to team members or someone uh, in the industry. Yeah, I have a few of them. I'll, the one that really stands out is a book called uh, Lincoln on Leadership. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the author, author's name. It's an older book, uh, but it just talks about Abraham Lincoln and um, how he handled uh, being a leader during one of the most difficult times in this country's you know, history. Excellent. And how do you want to be remembered by your friends and family? I would like to be um, known as a, a fun and happy, um, faithful servant. There you go. Well, Bob, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was uh, very interesting to hear uh, more about Bob Evans and how you're approaching customer loyalty and also get to know a little bit about you. So looking forward to hearing more from you and your team in the coming year. Got it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening today. Make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. Until then, have a great day.